there's something screwy around here. The last time I caught an odor like that was 11 years ago. What if I told you I'd take you to a place you'd never been and do something to you that's never been done? You got to check it out, little boogie woogie on your brain. Open your mind real wide now. Now, 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 now. Kind of grabs you by the boo-boo, don't it? I can hear my hair growing. I'm freaking out, man. You are freaking out, man. It began in Roswell, New Mexico. Near White Sands and Alamogordo, Roswell was home base for many early tests of atom bombs and guided missiles. Here, also, the practice of military stonewalling may have been perpetrated. The case began when Roswell businessman Dan Wilmot witnessed an amazing object over the town. His son tells the story. This was their home in July of 1947. It was one summer evening they were sitting out here. Dad looked up and the west and saw an object that came down and had lights blinking and it was rather frightening to him but he said all of a sudden it seemed to rock a little bit and sort of counterbalanced itself wiggle a little bit and then seemed to settle down and take off at rapid rate of speed the next day reporters heard that the air force had found fragments of the mystery object crashed on a remote ranch northwest of roswell excitement ran high until officials announced it was only a weather balloon. Major Jesse Marcel, in charge of the operation, now tells a far different story. They took pictures, of course. They had a whole flock of microphones there. They wanted me to, to they wanted some comments from me, but I wasn't at liberty to do that. So all I could do is keep a mouth shut. And General Ramey is the one who told the newsman what it was, and to forget about it. It was nothing more than a weather observation balloon. Of course, which we, bo- we both knew differently. Aliens. With gas and a little in search of for you to start the show off. Yeah. In. Leonard Nimoy introducing that Roswell crash scene. and uh, it's Played kinda... a little bit of him last week, right? No. The week before? No. Oh. <laughs> that was the first time we had Leonard Nimoy grace our presence. Oh, here. it's because he mentioned the guy that we played right. a couple weeks. Okay. Yeah, the Marcel dude. Yeah, right. the general Marcel. See, I am paying attention. I'll have another clip from Marcel <laughs> a little bit later on in the program, but welcome to the Extraterrestrial Rock Show. My name is Kevin Gassman. Of course, you can call me Gas. It's all good. Heidi Gad. Yes, and she's here for the next hour. We'll be discussing some alien related topics with the band Snailmate with Woo. us here. Hello. What's up, guys? Kaylin and, and Ariel with us, the two-piece rock band. I'm Ariel. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. An alien taking over my... Body snatchers. So you you guys were just in Roswell, too, so... We were. uh, And we got there early, and that was the first museum we ever uh, paid to get entrance to was the International UFO Museum. Yeah, we'll do, like, the free ones on tour, but this one, he's like, we gotta pay. Yeah, I had to pony up the bucks to get in there (laughs) and check out all the, the stuff, the alien stuff and if you didn't believe in aliens before going to the museum you do afterwards wow i mean i right did but that museum just i mean there's no way in what what way way what stood out to you there's just so many i guess facts in a way and there's a lot of write-ups of people like their uh, experiences they've they've written about uh photos Especially the Roswell incident, the, yeah. the affidavits and the the testimonies uh, that are original documents from uh, the around when it happened. It's it's such a it's a very dry experience. There's no nothing fantastic about it. They're not trying to to pulp it up or anything like that. It's very presented, cut and dry. Here's the facts. This is the timeline. This is what's going on. And it's yeah, you basically just read like newspaper yeah. articles and like people's write ups. It's all just like. Right. Printed out. You're standing like, like a crappy, foot away tiny, from a wall the entire yeah, time. Yeah, like tiny little copied a hundred time papers that are framed and you have to like decipher all the words and stuff. But it is a crazy experience. Everyone should go there. It's only five bucks <laughs> to get in. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was. Now, well, you, you went to Roswell. Was this specifically to see some UFO kind of uh, museums or you? I know you were touring as a band. Was that one of your stops? Um, yeah, our, our goal is to play everywhere, literally. Um mm-hmm. 
and we just hadn't played there yet. We've uh, had a friend in this band in Albuquerque, Constant Harmony. He hooked me up with a dude in Roswell that could help us out. So we played we, at a Stellar Coffee yeah. in Roswell, and it was a really great experience. How how is the music scene over there? Real quick, <laughs> it, I mean, is it, it? It was cool. Everyone like, was so nice. Yeah, it, yeah, people came. They've never heard of us. They showed up. They paid the cover. They watched. Uh, it was a great experience. I was expecting a bunch of kooks with tinfoil hats <laughs> talking my ear off, but everyone was really reserved and down to earth, and you know they would talk about uh, you know the the space nature of the town if they were forced to, but you know they're all. I'd imagine it's kind of like if you're a Canadian, you're forced to love hockey. Just like if yeah. you live in Roswell, you're forced to believe in UFOs, right? right. <laughs> and they've all done the museum. They're like, oh, we went once, so right. it's like, oh yeah, you gotta. I think I was there a few years ago, and. I, I don't know if that's anything mysterious about this the place or anything like that, but they had like when you're driving through the town, a big blow up alien doll for your car dealership, you know, like instead <laughs> yeah, of yeah, we saw that, saw yeah, that. <laughs> and just every storefront has something alien related to it, you know. I mean, yeah. it was really fascinating to see how how much this this town really incorporates the UFO lifestyle. Well, like the the stellar coffee shop that we played in, you go in and it's your run of the mill, you know, cute little small town coffee shop, no aliens on the wall or anything, but they would miss out on a ton of business if they didn't have it in the name. You know? Sure. It's like you right. got to kind of play the game when you're on that strip to get yeah. tourist town. So you got to be like, our lattes are out of this world. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, no one's going to buy them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Now, this awesome. is the tour that you just came back from uh, South by Southwest, too, right? Yes. You were coming on your way home, and then you hit up uh, the Roswell yeah. uh, show and everything like that. And you brought back some some fun little stuff. So that's really cool. You got a little magazine from the city. and. So is that just like a regular weekly printout, or yeah, I think it's just a little uh, art magazine, like our our New Times would be here. Okay, I got nice. you. Know. Nice. But, uh, but this wasn't the first time you've experienced any kind of UFO related uh, type of topic, because you said when you were in Texas, you experienced something pretty interesting. Yes, yeah, so the first time we played in Marfa, um, we didn't see the Marfa lights, and we went where that you're supposed to see them, and I was like, oh man, this is my second or third time here. They're not real. I was a bummed. And then we drive out of town, and there was this weird white light following us on whatever that freeway is before you get to the 10. What? I don't know, like the small one. And we're like, is this a motorcycle or whatever? And like, no, it was not. And then we got on the 10, and it disappeared. But like, it would get really close to us, and then it'd be like really far away like instantly and then it was like super close again just a ball of light yeah mm-hmm. like a white oh ball. my gosh and it was terrifying and our car doesn't run very well so we're like this is <laughs> yeah, this is two in the gotta... morning between marfa and san antonio yeah. nobody else on the road no one oh. yeah oh like gosh. a tiny two-way freeway thing to get like to the interstate it was well let's explain what the marfa the, the marfa lights are I, don't, I i this is new to me to be honest i don't know i've heard of they're them before just these lights that like they like dance around there there's all these reports of them being um seen uh they there i think there's like a hilltop you go to or whatever yeah. and you like right. look you over look out into the desert and you can see them like kind of multiple lights like they just come up and down up and down and then there's a lot of reports of the the highway thing yeah where they are out there like crazy yeah we saw uh it at first it looked like a red light the second time we went to marfa and so i was like that's probably an airplane because nine times out of ten we were like there's a ufo <laughs> oh it's, it's okay it's an airplane <laughs> right. i see it now and we're so we're looking at it and then all of a sudden it changed from red to purple to blue and then it changed green and then we noticed it started wiggling around uh like someone had it on a string and was bouncing it around and then it circles and going crazy changing colors and then they have free uh binocular things is that what are they like like a like a telescope yeah like telescope thing put a quarter in yeah like a top of buildings and stuff yeah and you can just look and you just you look and it just dance they're they're all set up they know that there's something weird going on there right and, and they're just set up to let you guys watch it. And <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. And this and was at 2 in the morning. It. Yeah. 2 in the morning. Right. We yeah, just after played. Our show. No one was around. Had, you, my, had my knife just in case. You, so no, you didn't take video of it, obviously. So No, my it? phone was probably dead. It's always, my phone's always dead. Right. It always know. is right yeah. at the perfect time. <laughs> I, know. I swear I just charged it. I know. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> well, yeah. but that happens too. Like yeah. people they know, go out there home. with like full battery powered cameras, and then they go to film it. And it's like Doesn't crickets, work. man. Static, yeah. They know they're onto us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that was insane. I c- just kept like, 
oh my god they were just going it was very cold and we stood out bizarre. there for a while <laughs> staring at him and just so like, how long did it follow you guys for like um, how would you say that time 20 miles too long Way yeah too it, long. there's not a it's like i said it's the middle of the night there was no one around so it was very hard to tell how long we drove for and uh I don't have a radio in my car. There's no clock. Like, so it was. Oh, man. So you, you know, guys could have lost time and not even realize it. Yeah, right. It was scary. That and happens a lot whoa. with people driving and seeing, seeing something like that before they, there's like a time lapse. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was so bright. Like, and we we're like, oh, this motorcycle's got to pass us. And what then a, it, it was <laughs> not a motorcycle. Yeah. I don't know. It oh was so bright. Like, and this is the last time you were there? That was the or first time we were there. 2015. Yeah. Okay. And, and then, then 2016, December, is when we saw the other colored lights. Saw the Marfa lights yeah. proper. Yeah. But wow. both were there. It's a and we have, you scary know, place to drive out of. A friend to dark. corroborate the story. A yeah. very sober friend. Yeah, we were all sober. And we were all sober, but, <laughs> but he's like, uh, you know, a very... You know. Yeah, our other friend, Victory Victory from L.A., he was on tour, and he saw the lights with us, too. Really? It's like, I'm so glad you're here because no one's going to believe us. <laughs> so, <laughs> Have you driven snails. on that that highway again? Um, Just the two times, yeah, right? The two but times. the second Marfa's time... Marfa's pretty remote. Yeah, the second time we played there, there was really nothing weird on the way out. So just mm-hmm. the lights that yeah. time. But all bizarre, very strange. Is that the town. first time you've ever seen anything like that, or at least as far as and uh, maybe an unidentified flying object? Um, no, no. But in that sense, how they were changing colors, yes. We uh, a couple months ago down in Chandler or Tempe, uh, we witnessed uh, what looked like falling, uh, like a, a fire firework falling, like burning down. Like five, four, five of them, kind of like burning down, like falling debris and then they stopped and then they the sky. floated up and then they were just floating there and there's video of of if you look on similar uh, similar things but that one's on youtube those aren't yeah. flares is that doesn't sound like the skydivers either it yeah, was not they're going back up it right? was like it was like five things i thought we were getting bombed or so something. they dropped they dropped and you could the trails. color the color followed trails and then they landed they were the little circles like five of them, and then they were just floating around. And we went and got pizza, and I was like, "Oh my God, there's like aliens outside!" And we went out, and they were still floating there when we were done eating. Hmm. And then we drove to Bisbee because we had a show in Bisbee that night. Right. But Whoa. like, there's a video on YouTube of the that incident. Oh my gosh! Because uh, I told my friends, and they looked it up, and there was a video. On, and there's a video there's of similar things happening in Mexico. In Mexico, too. a bunch of it. Yeah, oh, like those man. lights that drop in Mexico. Same but it was thing. yeah. Yeah. Crazy. That's my kind of proof of it's legit when you see different videos around the world with the same exact experience yeah, of right. UFOs. Like, well, what's going on here? You know, because a lot of times, you know, we talk about this a lot of the different styles and shapes of UFOs, I guess, give you the delusion that there are different aliens out there, all the different races and stuff. But when you start seeing the same you know, UFO, yeah. the same visual like the ones in Turkey, you see the same ones over in Mexico. Right. And they're all similar. It's like, all right, well, now what's going on? Seriously. Right. They're watching us. It's crazy. So we got a first song, and it's a instrumental. It's very cool because I was at the station earlier, and we changed the songs to the Spotify channel of Space Rock. Nice, good job. Good so call. yes, so the first song <laughs> I came up was Demir Kolakovich. I think it's his name. Aliens Dance is the tune, and I really dig it a lot. It's really cool. It's kind of it's from this uh, a compilation album called uh, Space Rock Best of Volume Two. Oh. Oh, so, we should check that out. Yeah, it's we better should. Than volume one. This one's a shorty. It's only it's only a couple minutes. We'll be right back with aliens with gas. The following morning, we went out to the site where the crash was, and uh, what I saw, I couldn't believe there was so much of it. It was scattered over such a vast area. So we proceeded to pick up as much of the debris as we could, loaded in the wagon. We filled that up. It took us a good part of the day to do that because uh, there's such small fragments that we had to do a lot of picking. We found a piece of metal uh, about a, far, a foot and a half to two feet wide and about, about two or three feet long. felt like you had nothing in your hands. It wasn't any thicker than the foil out of a pack of cigarettes. But the, the thing about it that got me is that you couldn't even bend it. You couldn't bend it even with a sledgehammer would bounce off of it. So I knew that I had never seen anything like that before. And as of, as of now, I don't know what it was. It was not anything 
from this earth that I'm quite sure of. Because I was being an intelligence officer, I was familiar with just about every, all materials used in aircraft and in our air travel. This is nothing like that. It could not be. It, it could not have been. Aliens. With gas and Major Jesse Marcel talking about the uh, pieces of debris from the UFO uh, crash there in Roswell. It couldn't be burned. It couldn't be damaged. Sledgehammered, man. It's crazy. And they had they had metal that you could crumple and it would go back to its original shape and it could not be ripped or torn or anything that they found. Insane. And now the government has that technology. We don't. And yeah. just, we a, just a weather balloon, guys. Right. Don't worry about, don't worry about it. it. Keep shopping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pay those does credit that, card bills. Does that bother you at all? You know, the technology that's at hand that is unavailable for us? Um, It doesn't bother me that I don't know what the technology is or okay. can't grasp that, but it, it bothers me that the government won't, like tell anyone right more that but i'm fine with my drum set (laughs) and that's all i I don't need any special technology i wouldn't be surprised if even if they had the technology and they had the materials that they are still 70 years later scratching their heads you know still like they don't know how it works so that's i take solace in uh knowing that they're probably not can't hardly grasp it, you know, any better than we can. Uh, but if they ask for help, I'm sure someone's smart enough to know what to do with it, you know? Hopefully. Yeah. Right, hopefully but wouldn't it be cool out. to make a drum set out of that? Because then you would never have <laughs> yeah. to buy another one again. It wouldn't <laughs> scratch or, or anything. anything. Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't have to tune it? It'd right. just be tuned See, already? See, that's that what I'm talking cool. about. That you could, take, like, yeah. throw it off stage, like, all woo, you know, oh, crazy style. Super lightweight. That's a great really. idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your back moving it. I would actually love that, because I'm always trying to get my drums off super fast. You could just throw them, and they just come back to normal. That'd be awesome. Right. You can crumple it up into your pocket. It right? just unleash it, it'll boing. Yeah, all of them at once. <laughs> that'd be really cool. Right, exactly. That'd be that'd be awesome, man. That'd be really cool. Be a good way to start the show. Snail mate hanging out with us here in studio. We are the Extraterrestrial Rock Show, broadcast on the radio at ninety three point nine FM KWSS in the West Valley of Phoenix, Arizona, and on ninety nine point one FM KFXY in the East Valley of Phoenix, Arizona, every Sunday night at ten PM, and then you can catch the podcast version on Monday. Each version is different than the other one, so. Right. And we want to thank our, uh, our friend online now, our new friend, Bent Light. Yeah. Bent Light, you're awesome. Yes, you are. And thank you so much. I'm very honored to have you mention what you mentioned about our show. It, it means a lot. And we're looking forward to having you on in a couple weeks. On Earth Day. Yeah, we're going to have him on. Yeah. And we're going to discuss the whole bending of light and seeing different um, extraterrestrials and what kind of messages are being sent through these lights. Yeah, I think he's really, like, he's hit on something, man. Like, and I think he's hit on something that is going to make a lot of people uncomfortable um, and a lot of other people not uncomfortable. <laughs> That's what I think. It's going to be a deep conversation. I know that. It's going to be heavy, man. I'm looking forward to it. So That's thanks exciting. for doing that, Bent Light. If you can check them out on, on Facebook, do that. Bent Light. And the profile photo is Albert Einstein. Yeah. Because he's smart. Yeah. <laughs> That's we're just, how you know. And we're, we're the laymen of the of the UFO <laughs> extraterrestrial world, so hopefully he can dumb it down for us. We just <laughs> ask know? questions. And, you know. <laughs> so, Snailmate, uh, we were talking during the break, another experience you had at, um, where were you at? Dayton, Ohio? Yeah, I got. I was lucky enough to go into the military base there. Yeah. Um, it's pretty wacky. That's where pretty, they keep all the stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of doors that you're not allowed in. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, in in Roswell, in the museum, you read about how apparently like the the dead and or live aliens and all the crash stuff went to Dayton, Ohio. So it was really cool to see that. There was also like a lot of weird paintings from like Holocaust prisoners and stuff there. But there's like some. It's a huge base, and there's a lot of weird stuff i gotta go in the basement there there was a mold of an alien mandible that was stolen from dayton ohio yeah but the they at the museum really talk about that yeah um an alien mandible yeah jawbone yeah they uh had you know experts look at it and it was definitely like it wasn't fabricated uh, it was definitely came from a living thing. Do you know what's it's funny? Uh, uh, I have a friend, wow. Eric. He lives out in Nevada. He found he lives like kind of at a ranch out there, and he found the skull. He thinks it's an alien skull, but he found some that are similar online called a rhodope skull. Have you heard of these before? Um, are they the long those the ones with the long 
skull structure? I don't know. And I asked him, I was like, he, he said there's a sp- there's a space where it looks like a vertebrae should be should be in. I have the photo in my hand, and it's a little Let skull, and I'm going to post it on our Facebook page, and we'll uh, figure out what it is. He wants to sell it. He wants to figure <laughs> out how to get it. looks like the predator's face. It kind of does, up. right? Yeah. It oh, kinda, my gosh. That yeah. Is, yeah, that it, looks like a, it, It's a very <laughs> weird looking. scary dude. <laughs> yeah. eBay it, man, so you can get top dollar. <laughs> yeah. Well, I said we will post it and see what um, some of our listeners might have to say about it. Maybe it's something just weird and you know abnormal or if it's something just uh, a regular thing. He should find a university to uh, take it to and yeah. obviously yeah. stay with it. Well, he suggested, yeah. he suggested they can uh, disappear. He leaves something right? like that. It's going to be gone. He suggested Pawn Stars. <laughs> Dude, don't go to Pawn Stars, man. Handcuff a briefcase to his own. <laughs> somebody brought in a meteorite to Pawn Stars. I remember seeing that episode. And they get, you know, he's got the experts. Yeah. Let me get my friend. I know a guy. That, I know a guy. <laughs> that feels like more of a u- university, you know, like you need like science types right. to look at it. Someone Anthropology an, type. Someone you know? with an ethical background. Yeah, don't sensationalize <laughs> yeah. it, you know, with trying to get a TV right. personality. Unless it's Bill Nye. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or Neil deGrasse right. Tyson. Dude, we mentioned Bill Nye last week. We Dude, did. He is awesome. Through the Bent yeah. thing. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Mm-hmm. So Snowmates hanging out with us here again. And <laughs> you guys are you guys are also heading out on, on the road. So real quick, tell people out there listening to uh, the show right here where they can find you online and where they can take a listen to some of your music. Yes, um, facebook.com slash snailmate, uh, bemysnailmate.com. Uh, we're on Instagram, just the at sign snailmate. Twitter is at sign bemysnailmate, because someone has the snailmate one, but they don't use it, so if you want to give it up, <laughs> you're not using it, we'll happily take that off your hands. You can listen to all our music um, on Spotify or iTunes or YouTube or Google Play or Amazon. Um, if you search, we are out there. <laughs> we just released a new music video for the song Vacuum, so YouTube uh, Snailmate Vacuum. That shows up. We're releasing a new one in a couple weeks, too. So. Yeah, just a two-piece nice. band, everybody listening. You should check them out um, when you can. You know, See them when you can, because they're, you're going to be out and about all over the country, and then soon out, out of the country, I'd imagine, you'll be traveling where you, you know, Yes, we want to play everywhere. We have listeners in Australia. That's awesome. We plan on going there. So, yeah. And if you make the uh, pilgrimage, we'll be playing at the UFO Festival in Roswell, New Mexico on July 1st. It is the 70th anniversary of the crash. So we're expecting another Roswell. crash. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to take some particles with when they, when they come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll be playing right after the light parade. Where, where nice. What kind of venue is it going to be? Is it a big stage outdoor setup or is it? We'll be playing outside. It is. Yeah. Okay. So right. they, they go all out over this. Yeah. Thing. It's apparently the wacky weekend. There's so. a couple different stages. People come from all over the country and the world to take part in it and right on. celebrate the. I always wanted to go to that festival. All right. I got a song. It's a punk rock song. It's only a couple of minutes from a band called Brainiac. Nice. And the tune is called Martian Dance Invasion. All right. You ready for some Brainiacs from Smack Bunny Baby? That's the album, 1993. <laughs> we'll be right back here on <laughs> Aliens with Gas and Brainiac, Martian Dance Invasion. It never ceases to amaze me the music I find. It's good, dude. And Heidi, keep you, it up. You found some really cool music too. Yes, this is interesting. With the help of um, Mr. Travis, who is one of my employees, I guess. Right. Man, it's so weird being a boss sometimes because <laughs> I forget that. Um, he pointed it out to me. He was like, Heidi, have you heard this Jimi Hendrix song sped up to 45? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then we found it, and I was like, whoa. And then I sent it to Kevin. You and did. that's what happened. And so it's the song uh, Third Stone from the Sun. And I actually have it in my catalog of music, and I went to go play it. And for some reason, that file's not playing on my computer. Whoa. Or the whole like the whole album's not playing. It's kind of weird. So that's I don't know what's, what is going on with that. It's and you can't find this song online anyway. It's like it's really hidden. You got to find, look out, right. you know, search for it. Yeah. Like Third Stone from the Sun, the, the original way it's done, you hard to find. Yeah, because it's meant to be played at thir- whatever it is, 33 and, right. like, you know, records, vinyl. So, so the extraterrestrial rock show that we are, we like to play some music and we're going to discuss this one here. This is kind of a little hidden back masking on it. And to, well, not really hidden back masking because it's only it's sped up. Yeah. Um, Snailmates with us are going to be giving their ex, you know, expertise on this one here. <laughs> so, Jimi Hendrix, Third Stone from the Sun. This is sped up at 45 RPM. And we're going to take a listen to it right here. 
Yeah, so it's just like in the beginning part. Yeah, and then it comes back a little bit later on too. But it's yeah. you know it's a four. I'm gonna just hear the whole thing right now, but we'll talk over it when it comes back on. But you know, is the song meant to play at 45? You heard what was being right. said. Yeah, it's like a conversation between two extraterrestrials. Something weird going on in the background. <laughs> Bizarre. It's definitely a hidden message I think Jimmy wanted to put in the song. Yeah. How did he get that message? He's an alien. Yeah. LSD. <laughs> <laughs> But are we all aliens? Yes. Are we not all aliens? And I I was thinking about this, you know, being who we are as humans on this planet. And um, we we have to be aliens, I think. If we were a natural product of this planet, we would live in harmony with it and with all the species on it. Yeah, we're pretty at odds with the natural flow of the earth and everything we kind of are always pushing against it i feel like so yeah it makes a lot of sense it does right i mean like we're we've been placed on this planet this in there I don't know and why wouldn't he just put it in there regularly like what was it a record label thing or did he want us to find it in you know later when YouTube was around and you could like (laughs) put stuff up people didn't want you to put up well I think a lot of bands put little weird stuff in their music but to have the the wherewithal to put in a message in a song where you can only hear it if you speed it up Right. Yeah, that's crazy. It's not like uh, there's so many songs out there. It's not like someone's going through every song right. doing that. You would literally have to stumble upon this. Yeah. You would literally have to make a mistake to hit that RPM a little bit faster than it's supposed to be played. Right. Yeah, I mean, I guess the, the clue is in the, the title. You know, it's the third stone from the sun. Right. But right. Yeah, maybe, I mean, he knows. Uh, humans are an invasive species. It's like if you were to take a, a snake to Hawaii, you know, it would totally mess up the whole ecological order of, of things so I mean you're saying we're uh, just like are the we apple the, snails are did. we the snake to the earth maybe yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think we're a little worse than that to the earth <laughs> I think we are too man. you know that's the thing is you know, that we think about you know again why and what purpose would it serve to be mean to people to, to destroy the planet we're on the, to, res- to destroy the resources we use like what purpose is that to, to do that why is that out there and why are we letting those people in charge why, why are they the ones leading the way it's all right. money yeah reptiles reptiles yeah that's another theory you know there's I've you know the whole Antarctica thing is kind of hot right now there's stories that we've just visited down there and you know, had a had a meeting with them. Apparently, there are reptiles, you know, living down there. This is the story, and saying that they are the ones that want to eradicate humans, more or less, or just yeah. you know, destroy us. Ugh. Right. So what I understand is that the military went down there and, and got the okay to destroy any reptiles that they feel their lives are in danger. Oh my gosh, so, that's not going to help anything, because then they're going to get mad, yeah. <laughs> and they're going to come back, and they're going to get you. Yeah. Unless that's a whole like precursor to this false flag that's been floating around that there's going to be a f- false flag event where aliens, uh, yeah, an effort to gain more control of the human race by well, the majority of us will leaders f- will follow, follow it. There's no doubt about that. Well, it's supposed to be like negative extraterrestrials. Couldn't be worse than Trump, right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> but then, isn't everything orchestrated? 
So I'm saying. I mean, if you think about that, I mean, let's think about like if 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 aliens are watching us, watching us destroy each other, and watching us destroy you know, this planet. And at one at what point do they come in and say, "Enough, guys, you've had enough," or are they just watching us? And saying, look how sad this is. What's- right, it's like watching the Kardashians or something. The, the more we mess stuff up, the more like views they get, and they're like, okay, let's throw this in there, you know, let's see what happens. Well, you, well, you're seeing a lot. I think right now, you know, with our media not, you know, giving us the full truth. I mean, we're not seeing a lot of that right now. So there's a lot of miscommunications, a lot of mystery out there of like what is really going on. What are we being told, and is it the real thing, or is it not? I mean, as far as just anything goes, what is real? Yeah, you know, it's, the government's not telling us. That's for sure. They're not. <laughs> and, you know, we're just kind of trying to guess it as it goes. But I think the it's being exposed more because the the more. We're online. The more we're, you know, getting in touch with each other, as far as Facebook humans, Live, right? You know, I mean, <laughs> just, no, Facebook Live has shown some wacky stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, all over. Yeah, we're we're becoming more aware of what's going on. The secret that they try to hide is is uh, more unobtainable for them. I think. Yeah. As we get closer together as a race. And they're not going to like it. They're not going to like. It. I think you're right. I think right now what we're seeing is that kind of that last gasp effort to, you know, you better buy our story or else. <laughs> you yeah. know? The guy's really good at sending in the, the cleanup crew, you know, in like a Roswell incident or something and saying, like, oh, you didn't see what you saw. Right. But now, yeah, with things being broadcast live and so readily available, you can see a live stream from the other side of the world right now. It's a lot harder to censor that, you know, immediately. They and, get them off, though, pretty quick. I've well, watched some right, live but there's views still that, where all of a sudden the video is just cut off. So oh, there's yeah. still, there's They'll people online doing that at well, least. NASA does that a lot. They'll mm-hmm. show the space station and there's a something flying in the background. And then <laughs> yeah. The feed's gone. Interference. <laughs> yeah, or all of a sudden, like, the feed just starts dimming rapidly. Yeah. Like, oh, we're not trying to be obvious by going click, but like, oh, there's some technical difficulty. <laughs> Oh no, that's a shadow moving in Solar front of it. Solar flare. That's why you yeah. can't uh, see that anymore. Oh, well, it's just the TV and the <laughs> reflection. Yeah. Right. So if we are not of this Earth and we're not from this planet, this is a place where we were put a long time ago to either where we came from was dying. We needed to find a new place. Are we a mixture of a bunch of different races that have interbreeded? Humans and is are we a medic? Are we a alien experiment? Right, that's another thing. Oh too. man, oh, it's a rabbit geez. hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, there's so much to think about. Is it all a, a simulation? You right. Know? A lot of people think it is the Matrix. Mm-hmm. You know, because I read somewhere where if you try to tell someone the truth, they'll defend the lie just so they can keep their world the same. Oh, yeah, all the time. Dude, it happens all the time. Even, like, making a simple comment, sometimes people will, like, completely misconstrue something you're saying and blow it way out of proportion. Like, dude, how are you even getting that from what I said? Like, (laughs) I was very Well, they get defensive. And, again, they want to defend the system that's... scared. They are scared. It's that, you know, well, what if this is real? Everything's going to be gone. My... My job, how am I going to pay my bill? You know, like all right. that kind of worry needs to go away. I to... can't get abducted. I still have student loans. So. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. You should, you should pray to be abducted if you have student loans. Right. Because <laughs> those are never going away. <laughs> never. It is pretty, in- yeah. It's, a, it's, I don't know, man. I, I, I have that theory that just, yeah, we're, we're definitely from somewhere else and just kind of. Well, yeah, the whole. You know the whole how the Big Bang or like the not the Big Bang like the the Earth stories and how like every different religion explains it doesn't none of them really make sense as to how anyone the first person was here just right. To, right yeah it's all I mean it makes sense that there's you know there was a dying planet called Mars and people had to leave that planet and we were oh, pretty yeah. close by and maybe all the men came here and all the women went to Venus who knows <laughs> 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 then how'd all the girls get here. <laughs> Well, they're all like Wonder Woman, man. They have the invisible jet, and they can fly over here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're blowing my mind. <laughs> Don't I, forget it, everybody. I have some more uh, music for us to play here on the show. It's called I Am an Asteroid and A Joyful Song. So it's literally I Am an Asteroid and then in parentheses, A Joyful Song. Awesome. So it's very interesting. And I, I kind of want to leave the mics open for this song. You guys are right with that? Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's take a listen to this. Uh, some random music right here on Aliens. With, with gas. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Be safe in space. Fly. 
scientific. <laughs> it's kind of scientific. It's not just, you know, fanciful. They actually yeah. throw in, like, elements and harmonic, they say. with a little planet. Can't I bring you water? Evolution later. I can fertilize. I can make you rise. And your big bang. I reshape your land. Behind my destruction, there is resurrection. Be smart. Yeah. Be oh. a part of my orphan around you. Dream through, be true, a friend of sons, a neighbor of Mars, be sure, I'm pure, iron heart, state of the art, I never doubt at the speed of sound, never impressed, and that's for the best. I love the phasers. I love the two bit David Bowie. With a little planet. Because I bring you water, evolution later. I can fertilize, I can make you rise. I am your big bang. With death, there is rebirth. <laughs> I love it. That was like pseudo educational, right? <laughs> it's like that uh, "They Might Be Giants" song. Why does the sun shine? The sun is a massive incandescent gas. It's like, <laughs> you know, you learn a little bit. Right. Pop your head around. Uh-huh. Yeah, they really love that phaser. Yeah. <laughs> That's, there you go. This is the asteroid song. I am an asteroid. I feel like I learned something. Was there a accompanying YouTube video? There, well, yeah, but it was just still photos. It wasn't just uh, it wasn't a whole video. Oh, Linda Aries, um, Svea de Miranda, and Luis. Nice. Oh. All right, so I thought that was a little fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just, <laughs> I, look, it sounds like they got their little kid in there. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's right? a, you know, a little space baby. It's going to include the youngsters. Well, I found that song. I found this one. This is the actual song. It's a, it's a legitimate theme song. For the game Asteroids, the Atari game a- Asteroids. Yeah. This is a legit song, and I, I definitely want to play this. I'll turn the mics off for this one, but yeah, I just want you guys to listen to this. Um, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Let's do it. It's aliens. With gas. Oh yeah. Wait. <laughs> aliens. <laughs>
aliens. With gas. That's the Atari version of uh, Asteroids theme song. By the way, that one came out in 1983. This song came out in 1983. That's going to be stuck in my head. It was from a a Kid Stuff Records. (laughs) Right. I know, right? It's very catchy. Mm-hmm. It, I, it reminds me of a, a band from the 70s, and I can't like put my finger on it. It's going to bother me for days till I figure it out. That that sound like a band? Well, yeah. Like another band from the 70s that wrote a song that kind of has that sound about okay. it. I hope you'll come up with that. I hope I can figure it out. <laughs> I can't right. put my finger on it. It's killing me. If anybody out there has these songs we should play here on the show, uh, hit us up an email. It's awgradio at gmail.com and let us know out there. If you even want to be a guest or you have a story you want to tell us, that's where you can contact us. Yeah. awgradio at gmail.com or you can just find us on our on our website. Uh, or Facebook. You can message us there. That's right. what we did. Um, yes, you did. I'm so, so glad you did, man. Me yeah. too. The band Snailmate is with us here in the studio having a really cool time with them. We're almost done. We have another 10 minutes left. And you can, so catch, you can catch them. I know, right? How fast it goes. Very fast. BeMySnailmate.com, which is B-E. Yep, B-E-M-Y. Snailmate. And if you Google Snailmate. I'm rebuilding the website right now, actually, yeah. so don't go there right this second. You can. Um, <laughs> and if you Google Snailmate, one word. One word, Snailmate. Not two words. Right. Unless you want to see them, snails do it. Yeah, you'll find some weird stuff. Snails so. are pretty um, alien-looking, aren't they not? Oh. I mean, yeah. pretty crazy-looking. Right? They have all sorts of things. I saw a video of one eating uh, yesterday. A worm? A, a, eating, a snail eating a worm, and this thing comes out of its mouth very much like a, a xenomorph or something, you know, from Whoa. aliens. It, it's, it's, you do not see it coming. Nobody do, nobody looks at how a snail eats, <laughs> you know? Or how they you mate. You gotta Google that. It right. is weird. And it's, and it's kind of similar to how they mate, like a thing comes out of them and like... <laughs> <laughs> but if, they're, if a snail's eating a worm, isn't that almost like cannibalism because they're both kind of like squishy? Yeah, they're just mushy little guys, right? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all mushy little guys, though? <laughs> <Where are we? laughs> I'm very mushy, I know that. So, all right, um, we're going to do something new, I guess. It's a special segment for Heidi only. <laughs> Once more airtime. We don't know what we're going to call it. Yeah, we're, we're in, like temporary. We have a name for it. Uh, Heidi's, Cos- what is it called? I don't know, dude. You keep coming up with other stuff. Heidi's Cosmic Happenings? Or something to that effect. So you got a little news. Anyway, and... whatever. It's current events about stuff that's happening. Yeah, so she's going to roll down some. So I'm gonna, we're going to be posting this on our Facebook page after the show today. Um, just last week, there was a passenger on a flight to Spain that filmed a UFO out the window. And I saw it. And to me, it doesn't look like CGI because just of how they're zooming in on it and you can hear some speaking so i don't know could be cgi and very good with the zoom in speaking from what inside the plane you can yeah. hear talking yeah because they're just you know sitting in their seats like right. you know out the window oh my gosh. and there's an object and it's it's staying in line with the um the plane the aircraft yeah right. and then it's you know it kind of like zips out and comes back in Pretty weird, man. It's an interesting shape. Nighttime or daytime? Daytime, dude, right in the day. Um, So I'm going to post that. Can't wait to see that. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Well, and then in Spain, too, there a couple years ago, um, I think, I believe it was Barcelona, there was a daytime sighting of like over 100 objects Hmm. that, you know, everyone is pretty sure were not like a slew of balloons or. Anything like that. Well, they were. <laughs> right. Yeah, but just all those balloons that were like randomly zipping around. Um, so then I've got off, okay, one of my favorite websites is called UFO Stalkers. Have you guys ever seen that? I have, yeah. Yeah, I love UFO Stalker. So they, he just started putting, he or she actually, I don't know who runs it, um, they just started putting up this new like little bar that was saying like the latest sightings. And so, they're saying that last week sightings were up 15% to 44 reported sightings. Oh, God. Um, last month, March of 2017, they were up 44% to 250 sightings. And over the last, last year for 2016, they had one up that was up 32% to 5,296 total sightings so last year. Getting more frequent. Yeah. 
Um, you think that means something's going to happen? <laughs> I hope so. Like this is a big. Uh, oh, I, I, God. We could be at a you know big changing point in our right. history of society. And you, you know, know maybe a small percentage of those are, you know, not UFO sightings, but they could be. Right. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Well, they're unidentified. Right. right. They're definitely unidentified. So then we've got um, April 14th through the 16th, the 30th annual Ozark Mountain UFO Conference is going on, mm. which I thought was interesting. Because there's actually a lot, if we should like look up stuff in the Ozarks, there's actually a lot of sightings out there. Isn't that where they know where the, like, the Mothman's at and stuff like that in the yeah, Ozarks? Dude. Yeah. You Mothman. guys familiar with the Mothman? I've heard of the Mothman. I wouldn't be able to talk in you depth about it. You should read the book. That's my like my advice. Read the book. There, awesome. there was a film they made with Mothman the- Prophecies. Right. right. Uh, Richard Gere is in that one. So that was pretty cool. Um, and then we've also got um, the 120th anniversary of the Aurora UFO crash is coming up. We have a lot of anniversaries this summer. It yeah. seems like, like a lot of the stuff happens like in this weird six-week time period. Hmm, that's All these crashes, like I'm just noticing that. Because it's hot outside. Right? Everyone's <laughs> like, pissed. Oh. <laughs> 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 Their AC runs out. Right. Yeah. Screw this. <laughs> <laughs> Their ships can't handle it. So um, on April 22nd this year, they're going to have the uh, 2017 Aurora Alien Encounter in Aurora, Texas. Uh, and David Childress is going to be speaking. Oh. And, you know, he's a leading expert on that. And so just a little background on the Aurora crash. It happened April 17th in 1897. And that's the one where there was a lot of people had the multiple sightings of the airship. It crashed into Judge Proctor's windmill. That's the one that crashed out there on the hmm. on his farm. And it burst into flames. They found a like a body that was pretty like mangled. And they because, you know, the time period everyone was very religious, they wanted to give the being a Christian burial and they ended up naming him Ned. Um, <laughs> so they, what else would you name it? They buried him or her in the uh, in the local cemetery. And you know, in recent years they've tried to, you know, Find excavate. <laughs> but it's there's just like a rock kind of like mark marking the grave. Um, and eventually, you know, they did dig it up, but there was nothing there because you know, probably government some government it. came mm-hmm. in and got it. So wow. where are you, Ned? Yeah. <laughs> so that's what's going on right now. Very cool. And yeah. we'll try to, well, I'll have to create an open for that little segment right there. Yeah, I want some weird sound effects, man. Um, with a few minutes left, <laughs> I I posted a photo of my comment on the Now This on the Reddit page. We have a, I created a Reddit page. <laughs> right. My comment was, they asked me, like, what would you say to someone to convince them that UFOs are real? I said, well, if you look back at the cave drawings and the old early artwork, I mean, it's in there. Do you think those artists were faking it? Yeah. You're making this up? And so he's got Here a we have a paper uh, from so, Roswell. So the Mayan someone thing. commented and says, he makes a good point. I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> you That's know? right. And then somebody else says, nah, because those could be anything. They're cave paintings, not technical blueprints. <laughs> the strong difference between evidence suggests and evidence proves. But too many people just like to jump straight to the second opinion. Right. Then the other guy says, well, evidence suggests his statement to be somewhat true. Who and why would that be faked thousands of years ago by multiple cultures around the world who, had, who hadn't established contact with each other, as far as we know? Thank you. Right. Mm-hmm. Then the other guy says, you're missing the point. There's no evidence that proves it. It's all suggestion. Whether or not those suggestions are strong, that's besides the point. The biggest problem in this community is people getting so set on an idea and refusing to budge, but there's no actual solid evidence proving anything. If it's a strong suggestion, that's cool, but keep an open mind until it's actually proven that's what the pictures reference, not just suggestion. It's not a fact. Right, because let's just build a time machine and go back and ask them yeah, right? what they were drawing. Right. What all y'all over see the out there, yeah. Why do you all have that strange alien, you know, what right. we know today yeah, is the Yeah, there's a bunch in shape. here. Yeah, this is the this uh, drawing of the it. Palenque astronaut. Uh, it's an old giant Mayan carving from 400 AD. Right. And uh, at the Roswell UFO Museum, they actually have a replica of that. It's like, enormous. Full size. Very ornate. Yeah. Very intricate. Wow. Yeah. 
it's really cool but yeah it explains it all on there like the cultures whole all around the world it's legit man that stuff's totally real i mean unless when the caves were found people drew them in there and said look what they did thousands of hundreds of thousands yeah. of years ago i don't think that happened yeah i don't I, think so either i really want to blank one of these without the, this picture we're going to take a picture and put it on our facebook but i really want a copy of this with no writing on it so i can color it Right. Yeah. Coloring contest. I love yeah. it. Oh, a that's snail a mate. good idea. We should have a coloring contest. Okay, idea. go for it. I'll let you charge okay. that. <laughs> have fun. Snail mate, it's been a pleasure. Yes. Yes, it has. So Ariel and Kaylin, they are two-piece band. Snail mate is the band. Be my snail mate is the website. Yeah. Be my snail mm-hmm. You guys are hitting the road pretty soon. And I'm encouraging guys when you get to Roswell for your gig to call us up and be our our uh, correspondent out yeah. there. Yes. We would love that. Foil hats and everything. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe a live Facebook thing. Exactly. Yes. Cool. That'd, That'd be, be really be- cool. We'll, we'll send you some video. We will figure it out. Thank you for the gifts and the goodies and stuff yes. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will make room on my computer for your snailmate sticker. Awesome. Yeah. If we haven't put it on there yet. So, uh, <laughs> Next week, we have the cops crew. We're talking ghosts next week. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. And these guys are having a new TV show coming up. Yep. For themselves, and then we're going to have them on our show. Next I'm week. excited to talk to them. Yeah, the cops crew will be with us at COPS. It's an acronym, so look it up. Look it up, find uh, it. Thank you for tuning in, though, for this show right here. Aliens. With gas. Man. Thank you, and keep watching the skies. You know, I had a dream last night. I was a snake slithering through the grass until it came upon a dead elk and I climbed into his soul and it's there I stayed until morning what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard <laughs>